Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The 41st Psalm, written by David, contains in its opening verse a concept that captures the very beating heart of Christianity. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he shall be blessed upon the earth. And thou wilt not deliver him under the will of his enemies. The language of this psalm shows that David wrote it at a time when he personally was suffering from a prolonged and serious illness. He was oppressed with the way people were responding to his malady. Some came to see him to flatter and pretend, only to go away and spread stories of how sick he looked, how poor his prospects of recovery, how bad he looked, how best to take advantage of the impending vacancy of the throne. Others were jockering for position, trying to force the sick king to deal with matters beyond his present capability instead of trying to shield him, the purpose being to discredit and usurp him. The poor sufferer went so far as to say his own special friend had abandoned him in his time of need, lifting up his heel against him. Where was he to look for solace in such an hour? David's answer is found in the first verse of this psalm. He realized he was too sick to comprehend and respond adequately to the machinations of those who were trying to gain from his trouble, but his thoughts returned to his God and the promises he had made. The word blessed, which opens the verse, is the same word used to open the first psalm, also probably one of David's, and written when he was in full health and at the maximum of his effectiveness. It is properly a plural, blessednesses, so that it could be read, Oh, the blessednesses of the man. And it further means that man, that one among a thousand who lives to be what God meant him to be. By faith, he reached back to that happier time to remind himself and God of the blessedness that should be his. Then by faith, and without a single supporting human heart to comfort him or reinforce his courage, David rehearsed the promise that naturally flowed from the gracious, loving heart of God and that gave him a definite basis on which to pin his hope of a future end. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. He had considered the poor. And when all human aid failed him, David depended everything on the relief that since he had done so, God would surely remember him as he himself now lay poor, poor of health, poor of true-hearted friends. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. And of course, in due time, God did so. But how does all this ancient history apply to us today? Well, it has important connections. Many people can be affected with a sudden surge of sympathy when they see a ragged, hungry child seeking shelter in a rainstorm, and that's good. God help us never become so desensitized to human suffering we can callously pass by those in obvious distress. But David's word considereth goes beyond that. The Hebrew term means to see a situation and think it through, not only using compassion, but also wisdom, so that the situation is corrected in the most loving, effective way possible for both the short and long term. And that's what, first of all, God does in his dealings with each of us individually and with his world collectively, and that is the great mission of the Christian church. All our actions toward the world about us and toward one another 
are to spring from the same great motivating fountain of compassion without one trace of malice or selfishness. The love of Christ constrains us. That fountain flows in our hearts. We have a natural, powerful current there which disregards the possibly loathsome condition of the poor we see, which sees only a fellow sojourner in need. Then that fountain is to be channeled through God's own wisdom in how best to apply the soothing balm, whether in dollars or counsel. Nothing could be more natural or more certain than that people who live so shall have God to be their comfort as well. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Do you have five minutes for God? I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day. We'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?